Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, November the 15th, 2020, and my name is Stephen Cornegay. Welcome to This Is Just a Thought. You know, like the old heads used to say, this is the Lord's Day, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. If I could, I would like to try something a little different, new. I'd like to give you the word of the day. Libertine, a free thinker, especially in religious matters. A person who is unrestrained by convention or morality. One leading a desolate life. All right, now that we've gotten through the formalities, let's dive right into it. A lot is going on in the world right now, and for myself, and I'm sure countless others, COVID-19 tops the list. If you're like me, you possibly have a lot going on in your personal life, besides the usual jobs, bills, marriage, relationships, trying to stay healthy and active in a limited quarantine world or you may even if you have kids be experiencing the new norm of online learning and that alone is enough to drive you crazy try to introduce and explain the importance of this new way of learning to an 8 year old and 2 teenagers I mean it's not online gaming so you know The attention span is depleted after a good 30 minutes or so. And that's me being extremely modest. For us old timers, the first day of school signified the end of the summer. And all the fun was over. Back to school to meet up with our friends. Trying to squeeze in convo about what we did over the break. Before class started. And a little... More banter during class. But you know that was shut down once the teacher caught wind. But for my daughter and other two kids throughout the nation of our throughout this nation of ours, it started out completely different. Where we had books, pencils, notebooks, and paper. They started out with Chromebooks, computers, and headsets. What a change, what a change. But this is the new norm. So we dug in. First up, sign into Zoom. I let her take the lead and surprisingly she did it with ease. After about 30 minutes or so of instruction from the teacher on what was expected during this online learning norm, a break was given and also an alert that we were moving on to another website to introduce how and where their school and homework would be coming from. A state-sponsored educational website. So, while she took her break, I decided to give an attempt to sign in just to see if I could. Side note, I tried half the night before and couldn't, so I figured maybe, hey, just maybe, I give it a run, but no luck. 
kept getting a message of invalid password. Why, what the hell do you mean invalid password? That's the one you gave me. After three attempts, the real frustration sat in. Just then, my daughter returned from a break. I guess she had heard the heated debate with the Chromebook because she had a look on her face like, oh Lord, daddy's on one of his rants again and proceeded to look at the computer screen as if to make sure the mic was muted. This little girl is wise beyond her years, I tell you. Just as the teacher began her lesson, I received a text notifying me that the website had crashed and work was being done to correct the issue. Finally, I knew I wasn't a complete dunce, but I also thought to myself, Man, this is going to be a crazy year for these kids. Sitting in front of a computer screen, trying to stay attentive and trying to remember all these passwords and when and where to use them. And the teacher, oh my, where do I start? I can only imagine. Even the younger ones who are, or may be, these tech-savvy whiz kids, but I can rest assuredly when I say they've got to be thinking or mumbling under their breath, I did not sign up for this. If you're wondering what's the disconnect with online learning versus online gaming, the answer is obvious. It's boring, as it was, as it was explained to me by my kids. I mean, completely understandable. I can remember sitting in an actual classroom as a youth their age. Hell. I can remember just sitting there thinking, man, this ain't it. So, what do we do as parents? I mean, the educators can only carry us so far. I would imagine the teacher's slate has gotten bigger and fuller since this madness of online learning as a result of COVID-19 has started. And to be honest, realistically and truthfully, doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. Again, what do we do as parents? I think first of all, we have to be understandable. I mean, as unconventional as it is to us, as parents and educators, think about it. Imagine how foreign it is to our youth. I mean, if they were fortunate enough They went from maybe an hour or so, or less in some cases, if the school wasn't equipped with computers, as to so many school districts are, or were at that time, to all day sitting in front of a computer, just listening and staring. Can't even imagine the boredom and frustration Even as an adult scrolling my multiple social media feeds, I find myself getting bored easily and having to walk away and find something else meaningful to do. So the breaks that are given in between lessons are a great plus for these kids and the teachers. Gives everyone a chance to recharge a little before they dive back into the lesson plan. Another step we have to take as parents is our kids that are Experiencing this new norm 
We have to ensure them and reinsure them time and time again that we're right there with them. And if you're one of the ones that's fortunate to be there during the day to help your kids and the teachers, I salute you. My hat goes off to you. Or if you're like myself and my wife, and you're still blessed and fortunate to be working, you have to go at it afterward, making sure the work is done and they understand what the assignment was. It's a never-ending battle. It's an ongoing job. And yes, it is overwhelming for everyone involved, but you have to forge on. There's no way around it. Now, this new norm in many ways, I feel, maybe, just maybe, the new way of education. Think about it. It may seem temporary, but what if it's permanent? I mean, here in North Carolina, I I know kids have been out of school for the better part of a year, if not a year. If you're one of those thinking and hoping that school will return to the old way in person, one-on-one, you might be in for a rude awakening. Here in Durham, North Carolina, there's a proposal that chances are they're going to go back to limited in-person learning. That's two days in for a limited amount of kids, social distancing, of course, and two days towards the end of the week for the others, with one day in between for the school districts to clean and sanitize the schools. Oh yes, the new norm is alive and well. But if this way of in-person learning learning is completely the new way of education and the old way is done away with COVID-19 just may be that world altering event that changes everything we are so used to you know in other parts of the world this has started or had started even before COVID. There were some countries that were already tied into online learning. I mean, some kids were at home or some had to go to like portals where instruction was given remotely and the kids were on their own already. Businesses are now going to a contactless model of commerce. You know, you order order items online, pay online, items are delivered to your door, or you can pick it up curbside. Everything done on your phone. When you arrive, you send them notification that you've arrived, and wham! All your items are bought to you. Placed in your vehicle, whether it be the back seat or the trunk, and you're off. Wow. So much for personal contact. COVID-19 is indeed an eye-opening event. Changes your mindset. Changes have to be made to business models. But if you're one of those that aren't open to change, I really don't know what to tell you. 
except good luck with that homie the rest of the world is moving and they're moving fast I mean doctors visits have changed due to COVID just like curbside pickup send a notification when you arrive when you have arrived and a small questionnaire is sent back to you have you been out of the country are you experiencing a cough sneezing fever loss of taste etc etc then according to your response you are given a time and the go ahead to come in and check in wow and for those without the smartphones you proceed in and a temperature check is given and now that infamous checklist also but what about those that don't have smartphones like the elderly you know the elderly often say they're not doing this technological advancement nonsense it's a mess I had one person tell me it's the devil's work (laughs) well I don't know about that but you know the elderly once they're set in their ways they're set in their ways So what do we do about that? Do we just ignore them? Nope. How are we going to get them to come on board? I mean, even the election this year was totally different. You had your absentee or mail-in ballots, early voting, and both of these produced record numbers due to COVID. Long gone are the good old days of just getting up and going to vote. You now have options because of COVID. No one wants to stand in line. That six feet rule. People weren't even trying to try it. Weren't trying to risk it. You know, us as African Americans and other minorities were hit especially hard due to COVID. Health-wise anyway. That's the obvious but another area that we may be may be hit hard with is I know us as African Americans a lot of times we are reluctant for change or to change a lot of time it's by choice some by force which is understandable but I honestly believe we just don't have the luxury anymore to stand by and decide not to Get on board, if you will. The world is changing. The world as we know it of old has changed drastically. I mean, look at, like I said, the election. How businesses are ran now. Simple thing is going into a a store or a restaurant to eat. That's changed. So if you're one of those who say, I'm not going to do it. Chances are you're going to be left behind. You have to. COVID-19 is indeed that life-altering event that has changed everything. There's no way around it. It's it's just that simple. You can't just walk into places. You got to have a mask on. Got to practice social distancing. A lot of places... Still, one accept cash. 
I've heard that in some parts of the country. So there's no time to stand off or relax for that matter. Like I said, COVID has ramped back up. It is a totally different world that we are living in. And us as African Americans, and when I say other minorities, I mean Latinos, and I hope I'm using that term right. I don't want to degrade or use some ethnic slur against someone. But truthfully, we are at the bottom of the totem pole. We have to somehow, some way, pull ourselves up. There's no way around it. This is a prime example of redeveloping your mind. Our way of thinking and interaction with others has totally changed. You know, at one point in time, the phone for most of us was used only for scrolling social media feeds, sending text messages. Now, it's a business. You can use it for business opportunities. Have to use it for business opportunities. There's, that's just it. You have to. Well, let me get back to this online learning. And, you know, a, a day or so ago, I had a conversation with a, a co-worker and a friend also. And what stood out the most to me was can you imagine being a five-year-old starting school for the first time, starting kindergarten? Do you remember how kindergarten was for you? I do. I was terrified. I mean, think about it. It's your first time away from your parents. You're in a new setting. You're meeting new people. And now you add online learning. Long gone are the days of kindergarten when you did finger painting, counted out loud, repeatedly with the alphabets also. Sat in a circle while the teacher read you a story at story time. And you were allowed to go outside and play, which seemed like hours. All that's been replaced with you sitting in front of a computer, trying to learn. Can you imagine that five-year-old first-timer having to now maneuver their way around a computer for the first time? Having to remember passwords. It's got to be an uneasy feeling or maybe even fear. I mean, it's fearful enough starting school. Now you're adding this. Totally new. No more classroom setting. No more interacting with others face-to-face. And the one thing that comes to my mind is I don't need a clinical psychologist to tell me or explain. But I can honestly say I believe wholeheartedly we're going to have a lot of developmental delays. You know, we used to call it social awkwardness. You were shy or you were bashful. There's no doubt that we're going to have that. I mean, Honestly, that's what we 
as human beings, that's one of the things we need to socially interact with others. I don't want to say it's like breathing, but hey, we need that. That social interaction helps develop so many other skills, listening skills, talking skills, cognitive skills, everything we as human beings need to perform and continue on with our existence. COVID-19 has totally altered. Now, some may adapt and flourish. And then you have those that are, what do they call, what's that term they call for uh, people that, that aren't socially active? Introverts, introverts, I'm sorry, introverts. Now I'm not trying to degrade anyone because I'm an introvert. I don't care too much for social interaction. I can, I can live without it personally. And there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. Hey, some kids may get this online learning and they may flourish to the point that, hey, some people just don't need it. I don't need it like that. But what about those that do? I believe after COVID does go away, we're going to have a lot of problems with our young kids. Hell, maybe even some of our older ones. Like I said, it's a human need to interact with each other. Well, that's all for me today. The long short of it is COVID is here. It's not going anywhere simple and plain. If you're one of those that think you can just ignore it away, good luck. My advice to you would be to get in the groove quick. Trust me, the world is moving. And as we all know, The world waits on no one and is certainly not going to wait on you, my friends. Well, thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. I ask that you continue to like and support, share, offer feedback, good and bad. I'm fine. I won't bite. Not physically anyway, maybe verbally, but follow me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, or Pocket Cast. Offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can send voice messages. And I would love to hear some of your voices, whether it's good or bad. I'm fine. I'm thick-skinned. Trust me, after 47 years on this earth, I didn't survive this long by being sensitive. Well, thank you all once again. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen. Amen.